paragraph test. This comes from Torah Kufalef at the end of Likut Imran Tanina. And this is a very interesting thing now. Rabbi Nezal is now going to explain and speak about Tikkun Chatzois. Tikkun Chatzois is a special tefillah that was established by the Mekubolim, which dates back to the time of the Arizal and before the Arizal even. And today it's it's written in many many sedurim have it in the some have it in the front some have it after Meirev, and it consists of two sections Tikkun Rochel and Tikkun Leia, each one is a, a few pages maybe ten pages so together it's twenty pages, which if a person gets used to it, it could take him twenty minutes to say twenty minutes to to say both Tikkun Rochel and Tikkun Leia. And this is mentioned in the Zohar Kodesh. It's mentioned the the incredible chashivus of a Jew getting up at midnight. That that's considered to be one of the most powerful ace rotzlins of the entire day, when the Shari Shemayim are open and a tefillah can be can be accepted by Hashem much more readily than any other time during the day. In the Zohar Kodesh, it speaks about the Talmidim of Rabbi Shimon getting up at Chatzos and learning at that time and davening at that time. Just like the Gemara speaks about it. The Gemara talks about Dovar Amelech, who had a harp over his bed that would wake him up exactly at Chatzois, and he would use that time to be mispalta, to, to daven and to learn. We have the example that we quoted in Agdom of Yaakov Avinu, who during the 14 years that he was in the Shem it says he spent the nights saying the Shiramalises, the 15 Shiramalises. So here, Rab Nosanzal writes, Omar Rabbeinazal said, by a person reciting Tikkun Chatzois, these two sections, Tikkun Rochel, Tikkun Leia, it can help a person express everything he would want to say to Hashem, everything in his heart, through his Spiritus, through his own words. Why? Because the Tikkun Chatzois, where, where in Tikkun Chatzois we describe the suffering of Klal Yisrael and the anguish that we feel and the pain and the suffering and everything, when a Yid says it, he's not just talking about the past, he's not just talking about the suffering that Klal Yisrael went through a thousand years ago and two thousand years ago, but rather, when a person in Tikkun Chatzois is speaking about the suffering that Klal Yisrael is going through and the suffering that, that, that he's going through individually, he's talking about what's happening now with him. And when a person will read the Tikkun Chatzois with this understanding, with this attitude, he can find all of his personal suffering and all of his personal problems and hurdles and ups and downs inside the words of the Tikkun Chatzois. We find that there's a safer one of the one of the Breslovers, Rabbi Avram Greenbaum, wrote. He actually did a translation of Tikkun Chatzos into English, and wrote a lot about it. You know, explaining it he, in a small pamphlet called "The Sweetest Hour," speaking about this this moment of Chatzos, this time of Chatzos, which, according to the Zohar Kodesh and according to the Arizal and according to the Tzadikim, Rabbeinazal, the Baal Shem they say that the way you calculate Chatzos, summer, winter, 
Chutz Loretz Eretz Yisrael, you always calculate it as six hours on the clock, which means 360 minutes after Tzeis HaKlechovim. And in this case, Tzeis HaKlechovim usually is like the earlier Tzeis HaKlechovim, which means in Eretz Yisrael, they usually calculate it as 20 minutes after Tzeis HaKlechovim as being 20 minutes after Shkia. So that Tzeis HaKlechovim would be six hours and 20 minutes on the clock, not Shoizmanius, six hours and 380 minutes after Shkia. That's how you calculate it. In Chutzloritz, I think they go by more like 50 minutes after Shkia, 5-0 in, in America, places like that, North America, 50 minutes after Shkia. And, and again, it's six hours, 360 minutes, plus another 50 minutes after Shkia. That would be Chatzois. And it continues for a period of two hours. Those two hours, those 120 minutes, are considered to be this super, super special Ace Rotzain. Where, where the gates of heaven are open. It's a, an incredible time for davening and for learning. If a person missed those two hours, they're still allowed to say Tikkun Chatzois until Alois HaShachar. This is just information related while we're on the topic to, to clarify that. Now he continues inside, V'chein Amiras Tehillim. The same thing is true when a Yid is saying Tehillim, Ukeyotse, or any other Tfilois. When a person's reading Tehillim, he's not supposed to read it as if he's reading Dovid Amelech's words. He's supposed to read it that this is about me. This is all about what I'm going through and, and my life. To find himself in all the Mizmorim of Tehillim, and so too in all the Tfilois that he recites. Rabbein Azal said that it's easy and simple without any deep Chachmas for a Yid to find himself in all of those trinois subakoshois, u befrat betehillim, especially in Tehillim, Shenemar Bishvil Klal Yisroel, which was said on behalf of all of Klal Yisroel, Bishvil Kolechod Vechod Befrat, for each and every single individual yid, the Adam, each and every single yid. And it was said for each and every individual Jew, the Adam, and for all yidden, for all of Klal Yisroel. Regarding all the battles that a person's going through with his and Regarding all the difficulties that he's going through with Parnosa, with Shalom Bayis, with Chinuch of children, with non-Jewish people, with Lahavdal, with Yidin. All of it, All of it is explained and elaborated on in the Sefer Tehillim. Because when Dovar HaMelech speaks about all the battles that he's going through and everything, the most important battle that he's referring to is the Melchemes HaYetzer, the battle against the Yetzirah and all of his armies. They're the main enemies of a person. Who are trying to block him from getting to the path of life. And to get him thrown into the lowest Gehenim, 
Imlo Yishmor Atzmoy Mehem, if he won't guard himself from the Yitzhahara. Verak al Inyan Mulchoma Zois Nis Yaseid Kol Sefer Tehillim. Listen to these words. Rabbi Nazar said that that's what the Sefer Tehillim is really all about. There are people who read it and they think that Dovid Amel is talking about the battles that he had with this one and that one. What it's real, the real meaning of the Sefer Tehillim is talking about the battles against the Eight Sahara and all of his armies. Ki Iker Klal Veshoirish Vyesoid Shel Kol Ho'etzois Leskarv Lashemizborach because the most important one and the foundation of all advice related to coming close to Hashem, Hurak Amiras Tehillim, Veshare Trinoisubakoshois, Vehisboidus, is only Tfilois and Tehillim and Trinois and Bakoshois and Hisboidus, Lefarish, Sichose Benelo and Koinoi, to pour out his heart to Hashem, Levakesh Milfonov, and to plead with Hashem, that Hashem should bring me close to him. Hashem should help me to be a true Oyved Hashem, to learn Torah the right way, to daven the right way, to do mitzvahs the right way, to use every single part of my body and soul to serve Hashem. And it's only through tefillah that a person will be zeichet to win the battle, to win the battle and to win the war. Im, now he adds, he adds very important words here. Im tomid. If the person will be very, very strong, constantly, consistently, to always daven Tashem and beg Hashem and plead with Hashem to do this constantly and consistently, no matter what, no matter what he's going through, whether he's going through good times or bad times, beruchnius begashmius, no matter what, oz bevada then the person will definitely win the war. Ashrei loy, ashrei to that person. Kach hevanu This is what we understood from Rabbeinazal's words. Ki afal because even though there are many different, there's a lot of different advice, even in the Breslovs for him, which are full of advice as to how to come close to Hashem, the fact remains that even for the person to follow the advice is not so easy. It's very difficult. Alkain, therefore, ho'ikr, the most important thing, and the most effective thing, and the best thing, and the easiest thing is, tfilois utchinois subakoshois, yiyeh sheyir, no matter what, al kolponim yedaber bepiv be'ezabachinashu, no matter where the person's at, whether he's feeling major inspiration, whether he's feeling cold, medium, warm, hot, no matter what, to talk to Hashem, and to beg Hashem constantly that Hashem should take him out of darkness into light. And that Hashem should help me to do real tshuva shalema. 
and not to stop, not to allow Hashem any rest, not to stop talking until Hashem will answer him. And even if the person feels that he's talking, he's crying out to Hashem for a long time, and he still feels very, very far from Hashem, despite that, still, if the person will be strong and solid to persist in Tfilah and Bakosha, Hashem will definitely, eventually answer him. And Hashem will definitely bring that person close to him, help that person be zoyach to do true avoidus Hashem. Rak chazak vehmatz. But the person has to be very strong, very stubborn persistent, not to quit, not to give up no matter what. As the Gemara says in Brochus Taflamet Beis, that Tfila is one of those things that requires Chizuk. It requires strength and persistence. Rashi HaKodesh says right over there, Im loy neskabel tfiloscha, if your tefillah was not accepted, chazor v'chavei, go another round, go again, daven again. V'chein lo'olam, and this means continuously, no matter what. Ad yashkev v'yeira Hashem mishamayim, until Hashem will look down on you from shamayim. Ukamay shekosov, and as the Pesach says, yachel Yisroel el Hashem, that the Yidden should hope to Hashem and yearn to Hashem from now until eternity. We've already discussed this many times. But this has to be repeated again and again. And to remind oneself about this every single day. Because there are infinite number of bilbulim. There's all kinds of obstacles and doubts and all kinds of things that the Yitzhahara is going to throw at a person more than you could imagine to try to block the person from doing this. Therefore, we have to review this and repeat it a thousand times. Said the person will be will he'll be tough. He'll make himself like he'll steal himself against the opposition of the Yitzhahara. Lamoid alomdoi to remain firm. All the time, consistently, again and again, that Hashem should bring me close to Avodah Hashem, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what I did wrong, no matter how many times I fell, no matter how many times I went against Hashem. The Pesach says, we lift up our hearts into our hands to Hashem, turning to Hashem and tefillah. Because the Pasuk says Hashem will never let his nation down and he'll never leave his Nachla, he'll never leave Eretz Yisrael, he'll never leave the Yidn. 
Hashem's chesed is unending, and his Rachmonus has no bound, no limitations. Paragraph Yud. Now he's going to explain, he's going to talk about Madregas in Tefillah. And this comes from Torah Kuv Gimel at the end of the appendixes to the Likutimur and Tanina. Bishas HaTfila, when a person is davening, and this could be Shachris, Mincha, Mayrev, Tehillim, Hispoidus, whatever it is. As long as the person still hears anybody else in the room, and not only hears, but either he hears or he feels that there are other people around who loitoiv. That's not yet the real, real dveikus in tfila. Because when a person is davening, and again, this is b'shas tfila, all tfila, shachris, minchomarav, even if you're davening a shul with 3,000 people, at the time that he's davening, he's supposed to try to put his brain in a place of consciousness that it's only me and Hashem to block out everybody else and everything else. This doesn't mean Hashem, he shouldn't hear Kaddish or Baruch or things like that, but it means, again, on a certain level, when he can, when he's saying the words, to say it with such dveikus, with such focus, with such concentration on what he's saying, that it's me and Hashem only. Nothing else matters. Now, nothing exists here. And in Likut Imran, in Torah Nun Hei and Nun Vav, Chelek Aleph, Mavoyer Oid Yoyser, Rabbein Azalver speaks of an even higher level of Dveikus, Shemachuyev Ha'otam Levatel Esatzmai Kol Kach B'Shas Tfila, that there's a Madreka that a person has to strive for in Tfila, At Shiloyargish Afilues Atzmai Klal, to the point where the person doesn't even feel himself at all during the tefillah. He negates himself totally, but rather, there's only Hashem. It's not me and Hashem. There's only Hashem now in, in the room. I don't exist. What do you mean I don't exist? You're talking. What do, what do you mean? To, the answer is again, it's Kaviochel Hashem speaking through me. The person negates his atzmius, his self. He becomes so selfless that he negates himself completely. It's a level of bitul to Hashem that mamish there's nothing. There's only Hashem. Now, obviously, he's speaking here about madregos. These are different levels. And again, Rabbi Nezal is opening a door for us here to understand how there are certain people when they daven, they, they, they're davening on one level, and there are certain people when they daven, they're davening on a different level completely. There's a story told about one of Rabbein Azal's Talmidim, that he was in a house, he was davening, and a fire broke out in the house. And it was, you could imagine the commotion that goes on, the, the, the noise, and the, they, they couldn't get through to him. They, they had to pick him up and carry him out of the house. Because he was in such a dveikus in the tefillah at the time, he, they couldn't disconnect him, in a sense. These are madregos. We're talking about different madregos. But again, this is being written for us to tell us that each and every one of us on our level 
has to try to focus, to concentrate at the time that you're davening. And there, there are many people when they're a shul, if this one does something or this one does that, right away they get distracted. Rabbi Nizal is telling us that a person who's serious about tefillah, he's going to put himself, he's going to put his soul and his self inside the words of tefillah to such a level that just if the window's open or closed or this guy walked in or that guy said this, it's not going to affect him. He's locked in. He's in a different place completely now. He's in tefillah. We mentioned this earlier regarding the Tevas Noyach that the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh says when he speaks about tefillah, he gives the dogma that, that there was a marble in the world and Hashem told Noyach, you, go, you and your family go into the teva and the table will be like a, a, a an Eskimo hut. You're going to be shielded in there from all outside. There's a flood. The whole world is being turned inside out. And you're in your little ark. You're in your little teva. And you're protected and shielded from everything. The Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh says that the word teva means ark. And the word teva also means word. Words of tefillah. And he says that when a person is speaking to Hashem, when a person is saying the words of tefillah, the person has the one to put himself in the words like. It's as if the words are a bubble and I'm going into the bubble. And, and that's where I am. I'm disconnecting. I'm detaching. I'm unplugging myself from the cell phones and from the people and from breakfast, lunches, from everything in the physical world. And I'm in a different place now. I'm, I'm in, in, in dvekus with Hashem. I'm attaching myself to Hashem in the most serious way that I possibly can. One more paragraph, maybe, Yudalef, which comes from Likutim Rantanina, Simen Kuvdalid. loved the simple Yiddishkeit of the simple folk, the very simple Yidden, those that are not major Talmidechomim, not major Lomdim, or scientists, or major businessmen, the Poshet, the Poshet, the people. He loved and very much, and he showed tremendous respect for those people who were able to say the trinois and bakoshes that are found in the fat sedurim that the simple folk in those days in the had, you know, in the Yiddish sedurim from Europe, they have some page trinois and bakoshes which are written for for women, you know. And there were Yidden who would be able to sit and say these trinois for an hour, for two hours. Rabbein Azal warned us and reprimanded us about the seriousness of a Yid singing Zmiris on Shabbos. He was very, very strict and severe and would get angry at people who thought they were too big, you know, to sing Zmiris on Shabbos, Friday night, Shabbos morning, Shalashudas, Moitzoi Shabbos. There are certain people, when that happens, they go to learn, they take out a Sefer. And they don't realize the incredible Hashivas of this. Oishar avoides or other simple avoides and avoides Hashem. Ki iker hayahadus hu bepshitus u betmimus gomor belishum chachmois. Because the essence of Yiddishkeit is simplicity without big chachmas, 
Kemavur etzleinu kvar kama pomim, as is explained in Likut Imran, in many different Torahs, Tor Yudbeis, Yutes, Memdalet, Ein Ches, Sichsaran, many places. Vegamhu ba'atzmoi kol yomov, koidem shegiloi hachoyla sakovich nesalakal yodoi, and Rabbeinazal himself, throughout his entire life, until he became sick with tuberculosis the last three years of his life, he would sing a lot of Zmiroys every Shabbos and on Moitzoy Shabbos. He would devote time and energy to that. There are some people who at their Shabbos table, if you're lucky, they'll sing one Zemer to be Yoytze, and that's the Zmiroys of Shabbos. And they don't realize how important a part of Yiddishkeit this is, that for a person to spend 15 minutes, a half hour, singing all the 15 different zmiros that are found in the Siddur for Shabbos, that this is a major, major part of Avoidah Hashem, of coming close to Hashem, of being a good Yid.